never seen this book, I would get a copy of it because the illustrations are phenomenal. Did I ever tell you how lucky you are? By Dr. Seuss. When I was quite young and quite small for my size, I met an old man in the desert of Dries, and he sang me a song I will never forget, at least while I haven't forgotten it yet. He sat in a terribly prickly place, and he sang with a sunny sweet smile on his face. When you think things are bad, when you think sour and blue, then you, and when you start to go mad, you should do what I do. Just tell yourself, Ducky, you're really quite lucky. Some people are much more, oh, ever so much more, so muchly, much, much more unlucky than you. Be glad you don't work on the bungalow. Be, gl- be glad you don't work on the bungalow bunk bridge that they're building across Boober Bay at Bum Bridge. It's a troublesome word, all the people who are in it are troubled with troubles almost every minute. You ought to be thankful a whole heaping lot for places and people you're lucky you're not. Just suppose, for example, you lived in Guy's 8 and got caught in that traffic on Zate Highway 8. Or suppose, just for example, you lived in Gazir with your bedroom up here and your bathroom up there. Suppose, just suppose, you were poor Herbie Hart, who has taken his thrombulator apart. He never will get it together, I'm sure. He never will know if the gick or the good fits in the scrucks or the snucks or the snoot. Yes, Ducky, you're lucky you're not Herbie Hart, who is taking his thrombulator apart. Think they work you too hard? Think of poor Ollie Sard. He has to mow grass in his uncle's backyard, and it's quick-growing grass, and it grows as it mows. The faster he mows it, the faster he grows it. And all that stingy uncle will pay is for shoving that mower around on the day in the hay is the pitiless pay of two duckles a day. And Allie can't live on such pitiless pay. So he has to paint flagpoles on Sundays and grooves How lucky you are not to live in his shoes. And poor Mr. Bix, every morning at six, poor Mr. Bix has his borphin to fix. It doesn't seem fair. It doesn't seem right. But his borphin just seems to go schlump every night. It schlumps in a heap, sadly, needing repair. Bix figures it's due to the local night air. It takes him all day to unschlump it, and then... The night air comes back and it slumps down again. So don't you feel blue, don't get down in the dumps. You're lucky you don't have a borfin that slumps. And while we are at it, consider the schlots, the crumple horn web-footed, green-bearded schlots, whose tail is entailed with unsolvable knots. If he isn't mostly more muchly more worse off than you, I'll eat my umbrella. That's just what I'll do. And you're lucky, indeed, you don't ride on a camel. To ride on a camel, you sit on a whammel. A whammel, you know, is a sort of a saddle held on by a button that's known as a faddle. And boy, if your old whammel faddle gets loose, I'm telling you, ducky, you're gone like a goose. And poor Mr. Potter, T. Crosser, I daughter, he has to cross T's. He has to dot I's. 
he in an I in a tea factory out in Van News. Oh, the jobs people work at out west near Watch Watch. There's a Watch Watch Bee Watcher. His job is to watch. It's to keep both his eyes on the lazy town bee. A bee that is watched will work harder, you see. Well, he watched and he watched, but in spite of his watch, the bee didn't work any harder, no much. So then somebody said, oh, our old bee watching man just isn't bee watching as hard as he can. He ought to be watched by another watch watcher. That thing that we need is a bee watcher watcher. Well, the bee watcher watcher watched the bee watcher. He didn't watch well. So another watcher watcher had to come in as a watcher watcher watcher. Today, all the watchers who live in watch watcher are watching the watcher watcher watchering watcher. Watchering, watch, watching. Who's watching that bee? You're not a watch watcher. You're lucky, you see. And how fortunate you're not, Professor DeBreeze, who has spent the past 32 years, if you please, trying to teach Irish ducks how to read. And think of poor puffing poogle porn players who have to parade down the poogle porn stairs every morning to wake up the Prince of Poogle Spoken, how it's awful how often their poogles get broken. And oh, just suppose you were poor Harry Haddo. Try as he will, he can't make any shadow. He thinks that perhaps there's something wrong with this giz, and I think by golly, there probably is. And suppose that you lived in the forest in France where an average young person just hasn't a chance to escape from the perilous pants-eating plants. But your pants are safe. You're a fortunate guy. You should ought to be shouting, How lucky am I? And you're so, so lucky you're not Ducky Down, who lives by himself 90 miles out of town. In the ruins of Ronk, Ronk is rather run down. And you're so, so lucky... You're not a left sock left behind by a mistake in the caverns of Croc. That's why I say, ducky, don't grumble, don't stew. Some critters are much, much, oh, ever so much, much, so muchly, much, much more unlucky than you. I hope you enjoyed that, and I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving with lots of gratitude. Do, 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 do.